Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you so much, as always, for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. Well, we're wrapping up our Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line vacations. So we recorded this one just a bit early, but Scott joins me and we don't have a trip report today. But we talk about those logistical things that you have to consider when you get ready for your Walt Disney World or Disney Cruise vacation. We talk about what we do the night before vacation. Do you pack at the last minute? Do you pack the week before? How do you leave the house? What do you do with the dogs? Do you go shopping? Do you make lists? What do you have to make sure is done at your house before you leave? What's your home airport like? What about flying on the airplane? Do you sit by the window? Do you do uh, sit in the aisle? Do you have a preferred airline? We talk about those logistics. What about when you arrive at Walt Disney World? We talk all of those pre-arrival logistical questions for your Disney vacations on today's podcast. As always, today's show is brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. We'd love to help you plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Adventures by Disney trip. Simply swing by the website over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. It's Prime Week. I believe it's July 11th and 12th, and our link works great during Prime Days. So please use it. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. Also, a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You allow us to put these shows out continuously each and every week. So thank you so very much for that. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. If you'd like to support us starting at just $5 a, a month, we'd sure appreciate it. Come on over, patreon.com slash Be Our Guest Podcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2317 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com and one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Monday to you. Hope you're having a great start to your week. It's a rough one. Actually, today is not such a bad day. Wrapping up this epic Walt Disney World and Disney Cruise Line trip. Last day down at Walt Disney World. We'll be flying home late, late tonight. But uh, man, what a time was had. Got to hang out with my buddy, his family, and so many of our podcast listeners. And it is truly a blessing when you get to go to Walt Disney World with your friends and meet new friends. Get to see friends you haven't seen in years. And just uh, what a magical place to hang out on the Disney Cruise Line and Walt Disney World. So today we're going to have a fun trip just kind of talking about some of our Walt Disney World habits, rituals, and things we do to get prepared for a trip and things we do during our trip that we've never really discussed here on the show so we can find out if these things are things that you do the same as us, different than us, and maybe we can help each other do things differently or the same or, you know, just uh, help us all have better Disney vacations. So joining me today, for a logistical Walt Disney World conversation, your friend and mine, hashtag Scotty G. What's up, Scott? Hey, Mike. It is, it's like a sad but still fun day. You know, we're just reflecting back on what a great vacation we just had, how lucky we are to travel and just spend time with family and friends and make great memories. But one memory we're going to make today. So I have planned this kind of around Mallory because you remember a few, it was actually the last podcast cruise my family took Mallory to the Crystal Palace for lunch. And you've told me over the last few years how much she raves about that meal. She yeah. loved that meal. We were laughing. We had a good old time. We had 
there's a funny story about this little statue we saw by the tiki room because we were kind of seated on the eventual inside of crystal palace we had some good laughs there so i made us a crystal palace lunch reservation for today for our families so that we can do that one for mallory so i hope we're going to have a great meal and then we'll say our goodbye sadly and have safe travels home today and this is why Scott is my ultimate travel agent right here, because he thinks about everything that my family likes and takes care of that kind of stuff. No, so uh, today, Education Corner with with uh, T.A. Mike right here. So uh, Crystal Palace is to Mallory as Blue Bayou is to Mike. There's your there's your uh, ACT prep. I mean, I did have a sci-fi for us, too, but you're going to, the way the studios is working out with you and Paige. That is unfortunately not going to work. It killed me to give that up for you, Mike, because that was your ADR Dude. I made for you. It, it killed me that you had to give that up, but it's when you have a 26-year-old daughter who gives you her schedule about 13 minutes in advance. Um, you do what you got to do. It also killed me to buy a one-day park ticket. Oh, oh man. But That's again, painful. she told me three times she hasn't seen Galaxy's Edge, so you just do what you do. You know, again, we've talked about this on many shows. Today's show is just kind of a conversation between friends. We're going to talk about Walt Disney World. We're going to see if... You have fallen into any of these these situations that we're going to talk about today, and this is one of them. So I know that we're all in different stages with our families. A lot of you guys are couples. We have solo travelers. We have retired folks. Our audience is vast and diverse, and I love that about our audience because it's great to meet people that are from different backgrounds, and we have people on all different continents. We have people from all different cultures, and I... It is such a blessing to have that in our podcast audience. But if you have adult children, which Scott does not have yet, you know, we have daughters that are the same age, but I also have bonus daughter that is an adult now and, you know, has a full-time job, lives in a bigger city than I live in Chicago and has a, you know, full-time job that's super busy. You know, she runs a basketball program. So I get it, man. She's out there. Her basketball players are out in the community doing stuff with big brothers, big sisters. They're, in a Juneteenth parade. I mean, they're doing great stuff in the community since the off season. So I'm trying not to bug her, but I'm like, Paige, do, when are you going to leave? Like, I know you're going on the cruise, but are you going to be with us? Cause you know, she has to, she has a, a boss and stuff like that. I'm like, are you going to, when we get back off the cruise, you're going to be there till the 10th. Cause that's what we're at the grand Floridian, man. You, you want to be there. Like we we're a pop. You've put in your time, your entire life since you were three years old at pop century, this is the one time we have three nights at the Grand Floridian. You're staying, right? You're going to be there, right? You're going to, you're doing this. I'm, I'm splurging for you and your sister and your mom. Nope. She's only staying till the, she's flying out the morning of the eighth. She's going to be there one day, but she's kept, she kept telling me like, I've never seen galaxy's edge. As long as it's been there, I've never seen star Wars. She keeps calling it star Wars land. And so, yep. I had to buy her one day ticket to the studios and then I had to rework everything. Cause you had this plan laid out, but I had to go now. So we're going to the studios the day before you were, but we'll, we'll make it happen. That's what you do for kids though. When you, you know, you're a parent. So that's a page like thing to do after a cruise. I don't know if you remember the time that we had, I introduced you to the greatness. That is a two bedroom villa at old key West. So we had the two bedrooms, you know, we we're just hanging out all the time. And like, we had Paige with us then. And then she was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave. Like, she, she was like, I'm just going to go home. And she like flew out like four days early. Like, Paige, we got the two bedroom villa. What are you doing? But that's just, it's to be expected with Paige. You know, she's she's got a uniqueness about her. I love her. She's awesome. But, uh, you know, sometimes she just gets tired of uh, being out on vacation and just wants to go back to the real world sooner, I guess. Well, I think it, what, I think what it is, she was scared to ask off for more than 
X amount of days from her. Oh, I mean, I get And she's a super hard worker, right? And she she does have, you know, she runs the program. She doesn't want to be out of the office. So I, I, I you know, I or she to, foresees that, like, she's just going to be tired of office by then. Let's be real. That's what she's doing. She just doesn't want to say it. You know, I, I, I think of myself like I tried to teach her a good work ethic. So she doesn't want to be out of the office that long. But she's probably just like, dude, I can't handle being 10 days yeah. with all those clowns. So, yeah, I get it. She's smart. She's, she's covering her tracks. Anyway, so today, we're going to talk about, uh, and again, follow us, Epscott, be our guest, Mike. We're still down there on Instagram, posting all kinds of stuff as we wrap the day. Um, but today, I thought we'd just have a conversation about what our kind of logistical uh, you know, thoughts are on vacations. And so we're obviously recording this one before we leave for vacation, even as we're wrapping up our Walt Disney World portion of our trip. What does, let me ask you, because we're just going to ask questions back and forth. And I thought I'd ask you this because you are actually, as we're recording, getting ready to do all these things that I want to ask you about. Um, like the night before you leave for a Walt Disney World vacation with your family. Now, I go a lot of times solo. This time I'm going, obviously, with the girls. Now, Paige is coming down from Chicago, so she's not going to be with us, but I'm going with Mallory and Pam. Uh, but what about you? Like, what kind of things do you take care of at home? What What does your night before routine look like before you leave on your Walt Disney World vacation? It, it's a busy one, as I imagine it is for you, too, yeah. especially when the whole family comes. So my number one thing, and I think this is going to be the number one thing for you, too, is where does the dog go? Because unfortunately, the dog doesn't come on vacation with us. And I think Riley is with you right now. So typically, that's my dad. Uh, my dad's been retired um my mom passed away a few years ago so a little lonely over there you know so it's good for him to have oliver so and i'm bad about it mike like i'm i texted my dad like two days ago two days before i'm leaving and i said hey you're gonna watch oliver for 11 nights right like what if he would have said no i know i know <laughs> like, that's dangerous so i don't recommend that so whatever your normal like pet sitting situation is like take a make sure you're communicating that well ahead of time with whoever that's going to be whether you're going to board or have a family friend or a family member watch the dog. So that's number one with me. But not only with that, Mike, I gotta make sure that I have 11 days worth of food. Like I checked today in our pantry, the bag is kind of low. I mean, it's not low where like, oh, Oliver's gonna be starving tomorrow, but it's like, I probably would have been getting him food this weekend on a normal non-vacation weekend. So that's another thing I gotta go do now. Now I gotta go get some dog food, make sure like he's got plenty of food. I wanna make sure my dad's got everything he needs to be comfortable watching the dog. So. That's usually like outside of like packing. That's like the number one thing I got to make sure. Cause that's a family member. I got to make sure our other family members right. being taken care of while we're gone. Right. And same for us. Like, so, cause we're going down the day after you. And now that we have Riley, we have to think about again, coverage for Riley. And fortunately we have a great next door neighbor that has a couple cats and a dog and Mallory from Mallory. I do, I do this all the time. I call Matt, I get Mallory and Riley's names confused. She feels <laughs> I'm like, dang it, Riley. I mean, Mallory, I mean, Riley, Paige. I, I, I'm getting, I, mean, to you both why? I know I mean, uh, whatever. <laughs> Tell me you don't do that with your dog and your kid too. Anyway. So no, it's me. Emily calls me Oliver sometimes <laughs> it happens. I, I, and I'm not editing that out. Cause that's just the real world. Anyway, our next door neighbor, Brad, who I think I've talked about on the podcast now flies a cat flag and a pirate flag in front of his house, which I respect. Arr. Um, but he's going to keep, they have, a, they have a dog and the two dogs actually play with each other a lot. You know, like when they go out to go to the bathroom, if they're both out, they love each other. The one's a bulldog, their dog. And so they're super great people. They take the dog for this amount of time, which God bless them for doing that. But Riley's a great dog. She's not hard to watch. She's like, she's never sees a cat other than when they're over, over there. 
and uh, they're just good people. So we get that squared away. So, I mean, we took her last year when we went to Disneyland to like a place called the uh, what's it called the Yuppie Puppy, like to a boarding house. But like she got a I forget what it was called like kennel cough or something. And we got her home like she was sneezing and like breathing weird. And I mean, she got over it. We had to get her medicine at the vet, so that was kind of a mess. And like Paige freaked out and screamed at us because we took her there. But I mean, it's like the fanciest place we could find in our town. You know, it's called the Yuppie Puppy, and it was super expensive. But apparently that's like a thing when you take your dog and board them. So yeah. we're just putting her next door and like they love her like she's theirs. You know, the, they always love playing with her. So she'll be in good shape. Same thing. But what about packing? So we are notoriously like we pack last minute. Like we will pack the night before and it is just wild. I, I don't know why we do this, but like that's just how Pam has always done it. And so I've kind of fallen into that trap. Do you guys pack? Unfortunately, I've kind of fallen that trap sort of so like stuff doesn't go in suitcases until the night before but things are being stacked so like i'm i'm recording in our guest room right now which has the bed here which is all of emily's clothes so she's all week she's been like putting little things here and there so she has it ready to go i just haven't brought the suitcases up from the basement is what it is so everyone's got their stuff like stacked in laundry baskets or throughout the house we just typically don't put it in the suitcase until the last day because mike we're known for like like wanting like a new outfit for you know for a vacation maybe we're ordering something from amazon last minute so there's usually some orders coming within those last couple of days before a trip so it's kind of like i don't want everything in the suitcase yet because i might need something that isn't here yet so we just kind of wait to put the stuff in but it's kind of ready to go throughout i say like five five days before we start doing that that's what but you I, don't you don't even do that you just you just do it all on that night before well you know i do have like i have a few i don't even say i have a few uh stacks but i have for example i have like my the podcast t-shirts my podcast hoodie i have a floral howl shirt that i'm gonna wear on the cruise that i got special like this stuff actually you know like when pam goes and gets me my old navy you know shorts that i'll get Cause when we go on vacation, like I will get some newer clothes for vacation and then become like the rest of the summer clothes. I think everybody probably yeah. does that. Right. You get some oh, yeah. new socks, <laughs> you know, stuff like that that you get for vacation and then you wear them the rest of the summer. Um, so those kind of go into a stack, but you know, other than that, I, you know, I don't, I just the night before in the night before I hate it because it is super stressful because like we are flying out at five 30 in the morning and so we got to leave, you know, for the airport at like two 30 in the morning. And I'm one of those people I do like to get enough sleep or at least some sleep. And so I'll want to go to bed at like eight o'clock. Well, Pam will still stay up until like midnight. She doesn't care. She'll get like two hours of sleep. So while I'm trying to get to sleep, she's pulling everything out of the closet, out of the dresser. We're not on the same sink schedule. Like I want to be packed by like seven or eight, but she will not the night before, you know, she'll still be like cleaning the house and, you know, like making sure. Cause again, are you kind of the same family where Pam likes to, or like Liz and you like, and I'm, it doesn't I'm matter Pam, to me, but do you bro. have to like leave the house like totally clean? So when you get home, it's like totally oh, like ready to go. Oh yeah. Like we got to have all the dishes <laughs> clean. Like we don't, we're bad about this too. Like we grocery shop, you know, we have a few meals a week at home, but like the week of a vacation, like we didn't grocery shop this week. We just knew like we're leaving on Friday. So we're not eating at home that night. Obviously Thursday night is packing night and all this stuff. We're not eating at home that night. Then we're like, well, it's just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So forget about it because we don't want to dirty up dishes either. Yeah. You know? So like we want all the dishes to be clean. We want the house to be super clean. The hard, one of the hardest things on Mike, cause we always take that first flight out too, that you're taking this time is like, I want that bed made. And sometimes like, I am just like, I'm, 
I'm too tired in the morning, you know, I'm getting all the suitcases out into the car, but like I had to make sure I spend like two to three minutes just to make that bed because the last thing I want is to come home from a long trip and have a messy bed. I don't know why that has to be done for me. Yeah, I don't need so yeah, that's the thing is like I usually go solo, right? So I'm sneaking out in the middle of the night and I do pack the night before so I don't disturb anybody, right? I mean, I, the only thing I have, I'll leave my suitcase open, you know, out in the living room. And so I can throw on like, you know, my sweatsuit or whatever I'm going to wear on the plane, oh, you know, over the top of whatever. And, you know, my toiletries bag, I just throw in, you know, after I shave and get ready. But I, you know, I kind of sneak out, throw my stuff in my Jeep and go to the airport. So it is different when we all go. Cause like, I don't think about making the bed because Pam's still sleeping in it. Yeah. Right. Cause I'm sleep sneaking out at two 30 in the morning or whatever. Um, well, my biggest things though, with these early flights, if it's like run Disney, I make like five alarms. I make sure Elizabeth's phone has like five alarms because I am not sleeping through an alarm. But do you, do you sleep the night before? Because I don't even sleep the night. I, 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 I go to bed, like try to go to bed early, but I just lay there and I just fight it. Because again, it's like too excited to sleep, right? The Disney. Well, that's game. why I'm Pam, I'm Pam in this case. Like I don't usually go to bed. I mean, I usually don't go to bed till like 1130 anyway on a normal night. And I'm just too excited. You know, I'm thinking about, and then there's the worry thing. Like, oh, am I going to fall asleep during the alarm? Like do i have did i have enough gas in the car to get to detroit tomorrow that's another thing i do tonight i fill up the cars too because i mean we, you have a shorter drive and we can talk about this too i yeah. think your drive is short much shorter than mine to the airport like i had like an 80 minute drive basically so i gotta make sure there's enough gas and all that but i start worrying about all these things and i never sleep that's what i was gonna ask well let me i was gonna ask about that but one other thing i was gonna ask you real quick was like lists do you make do you like do you because I'm worried about like things I'm going to forget. Like for one thing, I yeah, I texted Pay or Pay. See again, I I'm 90 years old today. I texted Mallory to tell her not to forget to bring her Bluetooth speaker so we could listen to music in the stateroom, like while we're getting ready for dinner and stuff like that. Um, but do you guys make lists? Like, or do you make a list of things, or do you have a list that you used over and over on your phone or something like that? Do you, are you a list maker? I do sometimes, but like I I, I just don't. I kind of have a mental list. It's kind of weird, like. You do it enough where you think you kind of have it down. And we talked about this, I think, on a live show or another episode recently where I'm in the mentality, like, if I forget something, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to go Amazon. And like, right. for the cruise, it's challenging because, like, it's going to be tough to get stuff on a cruise, but I'm going down enough early. I'm going down early enough where if I, if I notice I forgot something, I can just run the Target or have something Amazon. So I try not to stress too much about that anymore. The only thing I worry about, again, is for, like, a podcast cruise, right, is, like, I am writing down things like, like my captain's hat, you know, cause like I can't get that, you know, like yeah. pirate costume, you know, the things you're right. I mean, because Pam like is always scared. And, and my wife, I love my wife to death. She's my, you know, best friend and everything. But the thing is like, she is always scared to leave the house on vacation. Like we, you know, like I'm ready to roll, like get in the car, let's go, you know, but yeah. like, and she'll be like paranoid about everything. I'm like, if we forget something, there are targets, there are Walmarts, there are grocery, there's Publix. Like you can buy everything in Orlando. There's probably more in Orlando than there are in St. Louis. Yeah. You know, so you're right. A cruise is a different aspect, but I mean, you can still get most of the stuff even on the ship. So you're going to be fine. But I think, I don't know, like it's a, I think it's like maybe our generation. You worry that you got to have everything with you. You probably don't. Cause like you say, even Amazon at Walt Disney World, you could order it. And, and here's the thing about Orlando compared to St. Louis, you can get stuff in Orlando like in two hours, like right. not even two days, like two hours most of the time. Yep. So. I try not to worry about it. And I usually have a car, but makes, which makes it easier. But even if you don't have a car, you can Uber, you know, to one of these places too. So 
I definitely do not try. To, there was a time though, Mike, where I did stress about that, where I would do the checklist and I would like double check everything all the time. But now I'm just like, nope, I'm, <laughs> I, and, but you don't want that situation to happen. Like you don't want to spend extra money on things that you don't have to. That's what kind of stinks about it too, right? Like if you forgot something that might be valuable, like that, that costs a little bit of money, you're like, dang, like that's going to be a dip into my vacation budget now because we've got the hair straightener and now we got to spend a hundred dollars on a hair straightener or whatever. Like, yeah. You know, that that kind of stinks when that happens, but well, then, now you got a backup. <laughs> and, and like Pam says in the live, not my Pam, but Pam De La Cruz in our live chat says, you know, meds and stuff like that. And that's super important because like mm-hmm. I have, you know, I get migraines and I have prescription medicine for that. So I got to make sure that I do get that filled before I leave home. Yeah. I have gotten that filled. You helped me do that. Um, at some place I said it was next to Disney Springs and it was relatively next to Disney Springs. Not really. Yeah, meds um, are definitely a, but you a crucial that, thing. Yeah. But um, and because it's not something that you always have like in your backpack or your travel bag, right? You have like on your nightstand or somewhere like you know that's easily accessible for you. It's not like always in a traveling bag, so that is that is a tricky one for sure. That's a good tip there. Glad Pam brought that up to bring that in. Okay, let me ask you though. You you mentioned about your airport. What? Give us your home airport kind of situation. Do you have any rituals like when you get to your airport? What's your airport like? Uh, do you typically fly out of Detroit, right? How far is it from your home? Uh, home? Yeah, so let to fly out of Detroit. We have an airport in Lansing, believe it or not. But if I were to fly Delta out of Lansing, I would fly to Detroit. <laughs> so I just figured like, I'm just going to make that drive. I mean, it could save me with like parking and like save me a little bit. Actually, wouldn't even save me that much time because I had to get there that much earlier for mm-hmm. another flight, right? That'd be wild. Security would be security would be a lot easier in Lansing. It's a very small airport, but we just drive to Detroit. It's fine, you know. And like, it's kind of like if you do like any kind of road trip, like getting to the destination is exciting, right? Even at like three thirty in the morning, Mike, like I got a playlist running in the in the car. You know, we're all chatty, we're excited. Well, see, even for me, like, okay. It, that's exciting for me. I like being on the road in the middle of the night because it's so it's like a different world in the middle of the night, right? Because there's nobody oh on the road. Like you see all the stores have like empty parking lots. And I listen, here's what I do. I listen to that old, uh, cause I'm going to, again, I'm like a talk radio guy. I'm like an 80 year old guy. So there's that, what's that show that they always talk about like aliens and stuff. Um, coast to coast AM. It's on Sirius XM. It's on the trucker channel, but it used to be on like our local AM station back in the day, like a long time ago with George Nori. He, I think he's passed away. Some other guy does it now, but it's all, it's always talk about like extra, you know, like aliens and crazy stuff, but it's the weirdest show, but it's only on like from like one in the morning to like four in the morning. So I only get to hear it when I'm driving to the airport at like whack times. So I listen to that. So it's kind of the same yeah. thing though. It's like, it's, it's fun to be up that time. Cause it's such a novelty. Yeah. It's fun. But like, everyone's like thrown off because like by the time we start getting to the airport, it's five in the morning and like, I'm hungry already. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, dang, I got to eat. And a lot of the restaurants, it's mostly like the counter service isn't even open in the airport. So that throws me off too, Mike. So sometimes we have to be smart about like, you know, packing something maybe or more grabbing like a bagel out the door, you know, and you kind of have to think about, what is going to be open in your airport? Like usually like sadly there's only like usually two things open is a Chick-fil-A or a McDonald's. So I'm either getting like a hash brown of some sort or whatever. But, um, but yeah, so the, the, the drive is really good. And for us, we always park off site. Um, 
you save a little extra money. Like parking at Detroit airport is like kind of outrageous. Like, isn't that kind of dangerous? At- I mean, I'm just, I have no idea. I'm yeah. just, this is totally stereotypical, but I mean, yeah. parking offsite. You're Detroit, being stereotypic. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's that's insane. insane. St. Louis. I, I park yeah. on site. It's the cheapest on site, but I, <laughs> I'm not parking offsite in St. Louis. No, I park offsite and Detroit airport is not in Detroit property. Either. Okay. It's in a town called Romulus, which is a little outside of Detroit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, these guys have a, they have it down to a sign. So anyone that's falling out of Detroit, you might know it's airlines parking and they, they know what they're doing. I've, I've, I've done it so many times. Like you just go in there, they give you a ticket, you follow the yellow bus, you park, they give you a little, you know, this is where your parking location is. They drive you over there. Easy how much, peasy. how much is your parking a night in Detroit? So it's $14 a day at this airlines parking, but there's always like an online coupon for like two bucks off a day. So it's $12 a day. Ours is seven a night. Oh, dang. Well, I mean, that's the cheap line. Remember, remember the time like I went down like during the, the 2020 summer, you know, and yeah, like yeah. I extended my stay by like 15 or 16 days. That was a fun parking fee. I'll tell you that. Holy cow. <laughs> it was like 22 days of parking. Dang. Oh, I can't man. even imagine. You could have bought a new car. Just left the car there. Yeah. So I'll tell you one time though. So Detroit airport has a Weston, like a hotel in their Delta terminal. It's really nice. And if you stay there, you have your own private security to get into the Delta terminal. And like, and then your parking is kind of like included with that. But the problem is it's like four to $500 a night. I'm just like, uh, I'd rather just uh, wake up in my own bed and make that 90 minute drive and do $12 a day parking. So cool. Okay. So in our airport here in St. Louis, again, it's, it's real. So Southwest has their own terminal, basically it's called terminal two. We have, you know, you have like a $7 lot, you have a $9 lot, you have an $11 lot and a $13 lot. So you can pick and they're just obviously further distance from the terminal. Uh, But I mean, all it is, is like, it's an extra two minutes on the little church van or whatever that you got to get on. And they come around at regular intervals. And honestly, more people park at the $7 lot. So the bus comes sooner, I think. And it's so like the, I, the values of the result. We always talk is, about that with the values the, at the best bus service. Yeah. I mean, the thing is when you get back though, the problem is when you got to go back, when you land, like there's more people waiting for that bus. So, it, yep. you know, and it's like, it's, it only holds like 20 people. Maybe it's brutal, now, man. Like, and especially like in the winter time, it's the worst. Cause you're yes. waiting outside in the cold. That's hundred percent. Now I have seen, cause again, this is St. Louis. They have jammed like 40 people on that thing. Like it was, it was, you think the buses at the magic kingdom going back to pop century are full. No, this thing. Cause people were just paying the guy. Like we're just paying this guy. Cause it was free. It was, it was right. It was, it was marathon weekend. It was so cold in St. Louis. The wind chills below zero and laws were broken. Nobody cared. It was like, I'll get fired. We're like, I don't care. We can fit two more people on here. I'm like, I don't know where people are going to breathe on this thing. But I was like, bet let's go. And, I mean, we turned quarters. I thought the thing was going to flip cause it was so top heavy. And people, it was the great, I, I wanted to take a picture of it, but I couldn't even like, there were so many people on, I could not move my arm to get my phone out of my pocket. That's how tight we were packed in there. Like sardines crazy anyway. So that, yeah, that's I'm just saying it's uh, all bets are off in St. Louis on the church buses back to your car. So let me ask you about this. So you fly down, you typically fly Delta, right? So you'll fly yep. with your frequent flyer miles and sometimes you'll be in first class. Sometimes you'll be in coach or whatever they call it. So that's typically yep. how you go. Yeah, so yeah, we we always fly Delta because Del- Detroit has a huge Delta hub, and it's the best direct flight I can get to Orlando. 
it used to be back in the day, like Southwest uh, at Flint Airport had direct flights. I always went to Orlando. Then they cut back on that. So that's when we started doing Delta. Love their service. Love their planes. Love the entertainment on there. So, yeah, we usually do the Comfort Plus, which gives you a little extra leg room and um, free alcoholic beverages um, when you're in Comfort Plus. But let me tell you this. Let me ask you your opinion on this. So I, I, get, I get like a free beer. I'm not like a cocktail here now. I'm not like a crazy drinker, but I do like to have like a cocktail here and there or a beer. And it's included in my airfare. And it's a 7 a.m. flight. Like, it's kind of weird when they come around, like, would you like something? And I always tell the flight attendant, and it depends on how I'm feeling. If I have like a headache from like waking up early, like I'll definitely pass. But if I'm feeling good, excited, I will get one. And, and I'd always tell them, like, I've been up since 2 a.m. It's like, I've been up for six hours. So I think it's okay if I can have a beer and I, I always had that theory there's no time in the airport there's no time to travel so i think it's all right to do that well i think it's okay but, because you're on vacation like you're headed down to vacation all bets are off yeah. right have, have fun yeah if, if i'm flying down for a business meeting then yeah, yeah well that's probably a terrible idea. that's probably a terrible idea at that point yeah, yeah. i would yeah. imagine a 7 a.m beer going to you know close <laughs> to a board the, meeting close or something the, yeah, to close the deal probably awful idea yeah. um i'm thinking but on the way back after you close the deal yeah, now, yeah, the, story, yeah, yeah bet whatever yeah go for it you know celebrate but yeah, I'm not much of a drinker either. I don't get one. I, so now I used to, okay. You used to get the margarita on That's the thing is I used to get one no matter what because I was scared to death to fly. Mm -hmm. So that would kind of take the edge off, right? Because people would tell me, and again, today's show is just kind of about the logistics. We're just trying to hang out with you here on a Monday to get you through your Monday. Because again, we're recording early. We had to get some content out here for you. And again, hopefully this is just stuff that maybe you were curious about how we travel and this is it. But I used to be scared to death to fly, and I, I drove, you know, that 15-hour drive there and back and, you know, with a baby in the back seat, and that was rough, but I finally decided I got to fly. Like, I can't, my back can't take it. I, you know, when you think about it logistically, you are more, my dad kept telling me this. My dad's like, you are way more likely to get killed in a car accident than to be killed in that airplane. Like, just do it. Like, he basically told me, man up, get on the airplane. Like, for the sake of your family, like, you're you're the dad set an example. Don't make your, he told me, don't make your family suffer because you're a baby. Get on the dang plane. And so finally I did. So, but I was like, and I need to do it all the time. I, and I love it. I said this on the show the last week, you know, it's like, when you think about it, it's so neat. And I always have to have the window seat. Now, what about you? Do you always have to have window seat? I have to have, I'm it. more the window. I'm more the window seat guy. Um, Emily likes the window seat too. So sometimes I'll sit in the middle. Um, Elizabeth loves the aisle. So she, we always give, I mean, mom's the boss. I mean, Elizabeth yeah. is awesome. Whatever Elizabeth wants, she's going to get. So she always gets the aisle. But get this. So you were talking about like first class on Delta. So Elizabeth has pretty good status. We have the American Express Delta card. We spent a lot of money on that. You know, we put, we put every purchase we make is on that card, you know, so she's got a pretty good status. So she'll sometimes get upgraded to first class. So we'll up, we'll always book the ticket with Elizabeth and Emily on one confirm and me on another. Because they won't upgrade three people, but they'll upgrade two people. And get this, Mike, for at the time of this recording for my flight tomorrow, those two got upgraded to first class. So now I'm going to be by myself. Oh, like, they're, leaving, they're leaving me behind. But see, you you make friends easily. You'll have a friend by, uh, you know, halfway, by probably Tennessee. You'll you'll have a I good will. friend. I, will. I probably will. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'm usually that chatty guy. But I can read a room, too. Like, <laughs> it's early, right? If someone is like not chatting or whatever then i'll just i'll put on my my earbuds and all will be well but okay there's nothing i was gonna ask you so when you're flying do you so early morning flights like we take off at i think we take off at 5 50 and land at 905 so it's about a two hour 20 minute flight yeah. two hour 30 minute flight um 
when I fly by myself, obviously I just throw my earbuds and listen to podcasts and typically I'll fall asleep at this point, but I do like to peek out the window. I have to have a window seat because like I have to have control. I do buy the internet every time and I always fly Southwest and I'll tell you why. Cause I, again, I always used to buy a margarita cause I was scared to fly. So I'd take the edge off and I, I fly Southwest one cause St. Louis is kind of a Southwest hub yep. and their flights are relatively cheap and they have tons of flights out of St. Louis to Orlando, like probably eight a day. And most of them are nonstop. But also, I'll tell you what, I was sold by their marketing. Like, they're, you know, they, they always have like the hearts and like, it seems like they really do like their customers. I don't, maybe it's like a Disney thing. Like they've totally marketed me and they're just totally scamming me. But I like that it felt like the employee, the commercials were fun. You know, it was more back probably 10 years ago where, you know, it was like, you know, ding, ding, you're free yeah. to move about the I know, country. I feel like their advertising, their marketing was a little bit better years ago when yeah. we flew them. And like I was gonna say, Delta's the same way, but now I think about it, Delta doesn't really advertise that much either. Like you wouldn't even really even know. But they're, I think they're actually funnier sometimes and better service than Southwest. And that's not knocking Southwest because I think they're great too. That's why those are my two airlines of choice because they're, I just I like some fun, right? Like I mean, flying like could be scary for some people, but I think they like make you relax a little bit with that, and they bring great service at both of those airlines. Oh yeah, and, and Southwest has never done me wrong. I, the Southwest flight crews have always been amazing to me. Like right. I now. They have me as a customer until, you know, for life, until anything's ever gone wrong. And it never has. Like, I've never lost. I should never say this stuff out loud. So I'm not oh going to say. Oh, my gosh, Mike. You not, got a flight coming gonna, up. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. But, I mean, they, they've always been just wonderful. Very kind. Very just, you know, I'm great. I'm fine with it. You know, good rates and stuff. So, but I, the thing is, you know, I, I like flying them because they get me where I need to be. Give me a lot of options. And, but I have to have that window seat. Like I have to see where I'm going, but I always buy the internet because the point I was trying to make about 15 minutes ago is that I have to know the, the, the telemetry of the plane. Like, I don't know, like I'm like the third co-pilot or something on that plane from like row 23. I need to know that we're we're still like going the right speed. We're at the right altitude. I don't know why that matters to me, but I'm always on FlightAware and all those apps. Yeah. Like I key it in immediately. Mark Yerkes will get this when he listens to this show because he's the one who gives me all the apps. He's the same way. And like I'm always looking. Okay, good. We're at, we're cruising at thirty six thousand. Uh, we're at like four hundred and eighty knots. Okay, good. Okay, we're good. That line's yeah. steady. You know, we're, we've leveled. I don't know why that matters. Like, I'm not in control. Whatever I'm doing back there ain't going to matter. But I like to know. So that makes me feel better. I don't know. Do you buy internet? Do you keep I, I think it's anything? great. Yeah, so I always, I used to always buy the internet. Now Delta's been updated. Oh, yeah, you guys have it for free It's now. actually right. included yeah, now, which true. is really awesome. But um, I always have Fly to Wear open, Mike, because... Delta will have like a little on their entertainment screen, like a little flight tracker, but yeah, it's sort not of Southwest. As it's like as a, yeah, it's like a little fat plane. I like yeah. to know the details. Yeah. And like, I'm not necessarily concerned about what you're looking at, like the, the feet, the altitude and all that. Like I like to really like take my thumbs and pinch in and zoom in to see like where I'm at. Like if I'm in like some weird town in Kentucky or something, you know, I just like <laughs> to know like what I'm flying over and then try to look down to see like, Oh yeah, there's some interesting farmland. I, you know what? I'm, I'm always looking for like, uh, like, college football stadiums like stadiums, seriously yeah. because like you know my track takes me definitely right over sec country so like i'm like yeah. am i over tuscaloosa am i over auburn and you know am yeah. i over well, you see a lot you know, of like yeah. baseball or softball yes. complexes or yes. my thing mo i really look for is golf courses i love oh, yeah. looking at golf yeah. courses or like even like neighborhoods sometimes you'll see like oh man like i don't know if i can afford that neighborhood yeah, that totally. really uh, nice. especially like, as you get closer in florida pool. yeah florida you're like dang <laughs> and i was wondering is there an alligator in that body yeah, water totally. right there? <laughs> yeah totally yeah so yeah it, it is interesting That'd be though. interesting like 
to like fly like together like because that's one thing we've never done because we're never like in the same place like if we ever had like a connection and we flew together that would be like who would get the window seat you know Dude, you I, have, would. I have to because I seriously I'd freak out. I think if I did, or else my one. flight would be miserable. Or I'll just be in a different row. Well, see, and you don't <laughs> have to worry about this, but I buy early bird because that's the thing on Southwest, right? Yeah. So I have to be like I because I need to have a. So I am a sucker. I buy. I think it's like twenty dollars a ticket, and I just build yeah. it into the price of the ticket. No, it's know? good. I, I do that too when I fly Southwest. Yeah, it gives you that peace of mind that you're going to get the seat that you want, basically. Yeah, I mean, I just figure it's just part of the ticket, you know, and Southwest. And, like if you end up in B like, especially if you're going to Orlando, oh, dude, hundred percent. Oh, hundred percent. You're behind family boarding. You're just like, dude, the that, last line, <laughs> that line is so long. Now, when I flew to Disneyland, it wasn't so bad because I was connected through Vegas. So like that was, I was like, wow, there's not that many people family boarding, but you know, yeah. When you go to Orlando, it's like, Where's that line end? The family boarding line because there's strollers for days. I but I understand it's it's Orlando. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you definitely that's money well spent. What about you? Do you have like some like I know we talked about like getting there a lot, but do you have like logistics like once you're on property? Like I know like I rent a car a lot, but like how do you get how do you get to um to your resort? Yeah, since I mean used to be Magical Express, now it's Uber. You know, I just that because yeah. Uber is easy. Yeah, it's, it's again, Uber is such an awkward thing because I really don't like to, you know, it's weird because you have a stranger picking you up in a random car. You know, usually yeah. they're very clean and they're fine. Um, you know, I've never had a problem with Uber, yeah. but it's I, I just, used a lot of Ubers in D.C. Like because that was a new airport to me when we went to Reagan and wasn't running a car because driving in D.C. is a nightmare. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, and it was it was fine. I'm going to actually be doing that um, at the time of this recording tomorrow. Because I'm not running a car this trip, Mike. Yeah, believe I mean, it or not, and, and it's going to be different for it, me. But I'm worried. Like I have five suitcases, so like, what kind of XL, car am I going to yeah. order? Like a limousine? No, you did, the Uber XL that does you well, I think. Yeah. But yeah, it's what. Yeah, I've never been done wrong by Uber, but you know, it is kind of wild that this. Yeah, you know, so I kind of feels cool though. Somebody like, hey, Mike, you know, hey, you know, and they pick you up. But I, you know, my thing is, I don't know if this is rude or not, but I always put my AirPods in, so like I'm listening or like I'm on a phone call or something. I, I just. I'm not a big talker to strangers, you know, because lots of sometimes I, they I, don't I'm speak English very I, well. I love to talk to them. Yeah, I don't know because I'm, you know, again, Mike in the Midwest, like we don't we don't ride share up here. You know, I got my Jeep. I drive myself everywhere. I don't ride a bus or a train. We don't use public transportation where I'm from. We don't have tra- public transportation here. You know, well, you in just, the Midwest, there's a lot of public transportation though. Just maybe not where you're. I mean, like Chicago, like yeah, in know, Chicago. Like but I mean, yeah. like I I don't even go into St. Louis proper. Like we don't have it out here in the suburbs. You know what I'm saying? Like you just don't ever ride with people. You just drive. I want to go somewhere. I get my Jeep. You know, it's, it's wild that somebody's driving me around. I feel like you know, Daddy Warbucks or something. But in the back yeah. seat, it's just. But it yeah. works. Yeah. So I, I mean, we see it around here too because of the university, Michigan State too, like which is good. Like you know, if someone's having a, a rowdy night or whatever, you know, at, at a football game or whatever, like you definitely see a lot of ride sharing happening around here. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, th- let's wrap it here because it's kind of like pre-trip stuff, and uh, you know, we're we're at the time limit here, but um, we could carry it on to like when we arrive on property and some of our logistical stuff kind of down the road. But uh, kind of fun to hang out here on a Monday and just talk about some of our habits from the time. We get ready to leave home to the time we hit property. It is interesting. And I'd like to hear what our listeners do, because I think we can all kind of hear what we each do and maybe think about doing things differently. Or, you know, maybe we I bet we do a lot of the same things, but it's kind of interesting to hear how others do uh, the pre-trip for Disney. Yeah. And I love learning about other airports, too. Like, I know 
on the previous episode, we were talking about um, MCO a little bit and not my so much love for it, but I, I, I'm fascinated with other airports. Like when I went to Reagan for the first time, like in DC, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Another airport to explore, you know, there's, and I think you agree with me, Mike, like there's something cool about just seeing another city's airport. Well, you like, um, you just, liked Pittsburgh when you went there that one time, oh, right? Pittsburgh was great. Yeah. And they all have like their unique thing. Like when I go to Pittsburgh, I think about the Franco Harris, yeah. <laughs> you know, like statue, you know, and um yeah it's just it's very cool to see like um san diego's is super cool tampa's got the flamingo like it's just something fascinating about airports to me like you had the long beach one that was mm-hmm. new to you and you're like wow this is like so much different than mco or mm-hmm. st louis i just i like how they all have their own like personalities the way i put it and um it's just the one of the coolest things about traveling what you don't get that when you do road tripping right absolutely so hey we'll probably have a sunday night live show this this week so we are back we'll all be back by sunday night we'll have a lot to talk about so join us facebook youtube twitter and twitch sunday night seven o'clock eastern six o'clock central this would be a fun topic to come in talk to us about what are your pre-trip habits logistical things you put together also you can talk about the podcast groups plenty of time to talk about seven o'clock eastern six o'clock central join us for that recording of course today's show brought to you by the magic for less travel check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs, the agents are standing by right now over at themagicforless.com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. I believe this week is Prime Day on the 11th and the 12th. So as you're shopping, please click through our link. It works for Prime Day. It's beourguestpodcast.com slash Amazon. And thank you to our patrons. You guys make all this show, all these shows possible. Couldn't do it without you. And our patrons get that bonus show called Mike in the Midwest. Thanks so much for your support. It's patreon.com slash be our guest podcast. Give Scott a follow on the social media at Epscott, E-P-S-C-O-T, Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. It's our last day in Walt Disney World, so give us a follow for the content as we wrap this epic trip. And, of course, we'll be back again on Wednesday. Not a list or question show. It's a draft. We're going to have a good time with that, so stand by for that. Paul, get ready. Got to be ready. Get the pin ready. All right, we're going to jump out of here and wrap up our Walt Disney World vacation. But thanks for hanging with us. We appreciate each and every time you download our show and spend a little bit of time with us here on the podcast. So for Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Monday. Stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.